Welcome to The Thought Card, a podcast about travel and money, where planning, saving, and creativity leads to affording travel, building wealth, and paying off debt. We are the Financially Savvy Travelers. Hey, Financially Savvy Travelers. Welcome back to another episode of The Thought Card Podcast. My name is Danielle Desir, and I'm super excited for this episode. This episode is going to be unlike what we've done in the past, because you're going to be hearing an entire episode from Out Travel the System, an Expedia podcast. So we are so excited and proud to have Expedia's Out Travel the System as a sponsor of the Thought Card podcast. Now in its third season, Out Travel the System from Expedia features tips and tricks for making the most of your travel experiences. Highly recommend heading over to the link in the show notes to go ahead and follow Out Travel the System from Expedia on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this show. So in this episode, you're going to be hearing from Nisreen Natasi, the host of Out Travel the System from Expedia. And you're also going to be hearing from the Director of Revenue Optimization at Expedia as well. And they're going to be talking all about how pricing for flights and hotels work and why bundling helps you save a lot of money. Now, make sure you listen to this full entire episode because at the end, I'm going to come back on and share with you the four major insights that I took away from this episode with Nisreen Natasi. Without further ado, let's all tune in to this episode of Out Travel the System from Expedia. So one topic that comes up all the time from our social media community and whenever I'm talking to just travelers or friends and family is pricing. How does Expedia or any of these other places set their prices? What goes into it? Why do prices change so quickly? What's the best way to get the ultimate price? So that's why in today's episode, we decided to peel back the curtain, take a sneak peek under the hood, and really dive in to the world of pricing. I'm Nasreen Atassi, and you're listening to Out Travel the System. Today, I've got Amy Cisneros, Director of Revenue Optimization at Expedia. Hi, Amy. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So excited to have you on. This is a really, really big topic. I think one that's got a lot of meat to it. I really appreciate you coming on and helping to sort of give all of these travelers out there the lowdown and the 411 on how pricing really happens on Expedia and even some of these other sites. Because I think a lot of what you're going to talk to us about today isn't necessarily specific to our website, but it's pretty common for a lot of the industry as well. Totally. One of the biggest questions that I get all the time is how come we don't necessarily always have the cheapest price on our site? Well, prices are really determined by suppliers. And so pricing can vary from day to day. One day, a specific flight might be available on a Friday where that flight at that cheaper price is not available on a Saturday. I would say maybe alter some of your search parameters. If you are open to a weekend to weekend travel, look at that Friday and look at that Saturday leave date. Also look at different times to come back. Sometimes times play into it. 
I guess, from your experience, from what you've seen, looking at the pricing on a regular basis, is it cheaper to buy things sort of separately or would it be cheaper to buy things as a package or does it vary? Suppliers, whether it's flight or hotel, definitely will give better deals on the package path and they will if you were to shop the standalone. And the reason being is there's something that we have in the industry called opacity, which means it's kind of hidden to competitors. So a certain airline might give you a price that's half off on the package path for a flight that you would not see on the standalone path. And so everybody loves a package customer. Suppliers want our customers to bundle and save. And so they're highly incentivized to give better deals in the package path. Okay. But it can still vary depending on where you're going and that kind of stuff. So it still probably might be worth for a customer to take a look at some of the standalone prices, but then also look at maybe what it's showing in the package path as well. On the package path, we have a strike through. So whenever you see a strike through on the price, on the left of that strike through will show you how much you would pay if you searched for the standalone components. And so when you see that, that means that, hey, there's a deal in here. Then you don't necessarily have to search for the standalone components. Okay. I actually personally did not know that. So that is frankly a really good tip because I would actually go in and I... Like I'm one of those people that searches excessively because I just, that's just who I am. So that's actually a really good tip. That's probably going to actually save me like a couple hours of my life every time I go. Yes, it should. (laughs) So that's a really good one. And another thing about the strike through pricing is it gives you what the total would be. So in some cases, you can see the package price is 700 and then the total would have been 1000 on this standalone for the flight in the hotel. So it's really a good indication on what kind of savings you're getting. I, too, am a crazy shopper when it comes to travel, being that I've been in the industry for 20 years. I always want to make sure, but... The more you add, the more you save, right? That's our value proposition at Expedia is all those options that we have. And so I am a firm believer in bundling versus shopping standalone. So people can see those same types of savings no matter what their combination is. So a flight in a car or a hotel in a car or anything along those lines. That's absolutely correct. So would somebody get more savings the more things that they add on? We don't have that capability today. That's definitely something that we're looking to build out. But those different combinations do have different savings. So flight plus car might have a different savings value than flight and hotel. It really depends on what day of week, what's the inventory like for those suppliers. Obviously, if it's Super Bowl weekend, right, suppliers are going to give not as good of deals as if they would if it's just a regular weekend that doesn't have any holiday travel. Okay. Speaking of holiday travel or special events or things like that, obviously prices can start to really fluctuate. So when those prices do change, that's still the supplier, like the hotelier or the airline, that's still them adjusting those prices. That's really just supply and demand at that point, right? It's true. I can speak from an airline perspective since I have that background. At the beginning of the year, those holiday periods are laid out. You know, when Easter falls, and so maybe you'll say for these two weeks, prices are going to be a little bit higher for the whole year that's done. And that really helps them manage what the demand is going to be because we know everybody travels in Easter. We know people travel on President's Day. We know people travel Memorial Weekend. And so you set your pricing accordingly. Now, close in, what you'll see sometimes is they'll make changes, but typically they stay pretty hold and fast is from an airline, right? They like people to purchase further out. 
Now, from a hotelier, it's a little bit different, right? Because they've got a set of inventory. And so I think that when it's closer and they may be more apt to drop some prices. But again, it's going to be really related to how well did I book up from Memorial? Or am I two weeks out or I'm three weeks out? And then some of them also may raise the prices. Yeah. So there's a lot of other myths out there when it comes to pricing. I've heard a lot of people say things like, oh, if you clear your cookies, then you'll get a better price because they're watching how many times you search. And that means that they know how badly you want the ticket. Or I've heard things like if you book through a Mac versus a PC, you'll see different prices. Are these actual myths or are these legitimate things that actually happen? They are absolutely myths. That's something that we cannot do. We don't consider anything on a person by person basis. Pricing that we do today is based on what type of hotel and what type of flight. So you can't actually tell who these people are, nor do you set prices based on who these people are. No, not where they're searching from, not who they are, not whether you have an Apple phone or any of that. That's data that we just don't have. And it's not really legal to do those kind of things. So then what about cookies? Would it be possible if I came in and I searched for, I just said I was like a crazy searcher. So I'm searching for four hours. If I clear my cookies, will I get a different price just because I cleared my cookies? You should not get a different price because you cleared your cookies. The only thing that could happen is in the case of some kind of price change, like with the flights changing or with the hotel maybe changing their inventory, you may see a price difference there, but not from clearing your cookies. So that would just be like a coincidence then? Exactly. Okay. One complaint that I've seen come in a lot through social media channels and things like that is... People will go through a meta search site or something like that. And then once they actually get to checkout, the price changes. Or sometimes they like step away from their computer, they come back, they hit refresh, and the price is completely different. But what's actually happening in that time frame that might cause that price to change? Well, travel is an extremely dynamic environment and the airlines can change a fare at any moment. And so the systems are working hard to make sure that they're up to date. And the longer you stay stagnant on the site, as like if you go away and you go cook dinner and you come back, the more chances you have of that happening. So we typically want customers to either do a fresh search so they don't experience that or purchase if you know you want it because sometimes that price won't be there later. Yeah. So dynamic pricing is something that you hear come up all the time. What are those factors that might go into this dynamic pricing? So airlines typically, they monitor each other. That's a constant thing is looking at the competition and seeing what the fares look like that come through. Another factor is, is, you know, is my changing capacity? So do I have less planes? Do I have more planes? Right now you're dealing with the 737 MAX, right? So you have certain airlines that have a lot of capacity sitting. And so that means that they're running other planes. So their pricing might be a little higher. They could also price lower, right? Because they want to keep the demand going. So typically you'll see prices fluctuate as you come in closer to a weekend, if, especially if that is a holiday. And also for hotels, 
it's all again going to be a play on what's going on. How's my inventory? Like, let's say they had a convention and it canceled. Well, there's 80% capacity, right, that they've got to fill all of a sudden. So all of this stuff is so dynamic. That's why they don't have algorithms running their revenue management. They've got hundreds of people doing this because the environment changes quite a bit. Which is a little bit nerve-wracking, I guess, for a traveler, but that's sort of the nature of the industry, right? It just proves how dynamic the environment really is. Yeah, absolutely. So, Amy, what are some of the tips that you give your friends and family? Well, my family thinks I'm a travel agent. They still have never understand (laughs) what I do. They still call me to book all their travel. Typically for me, when I'm looking at going somewhere, it's always, where do I want to be close into? Do I want to be by the beach? Do I want to walk? Do I want to rent a car? And I kind of base where I'm going to stay on that. So we've got some great maps on the site that show you where the hotel is located. I think that's key. I've had a couple of friends who booked packages, right? And they were going to Cancun and they ended up in Tulum and didn't realize you had to take like a 45-minute car ride to the hotel. So it's kind of understanding, okay, if I'm traveling with three kids, I probably want to be getting to my destination pretty quickly. Traveling is super stressful with security and with everything else nowadays that I look to how can I get to my destination the easiest the most comfortableist, if that's such a word, and obviously in a cheaper way. What are some of the ways to do things a little bit cheaper then? Typically staying over a week, you get some better deals when you have a Saturday night stay. Both flight and hotel do offer better deals in that way. If I'm going on a weekend, then the key is obviously coming back on Monday. That's what everybody does. So you look at, or even on Sunday. So maybe if you can come back on a Tuesday. So kind of looking around, typically Sundays, right? That's what everybody's going to want to do is come back. So you can save quite a bit even coming back on a late Saturday checking for the one day later or the one day earlier and seeing how that might sort of affect your trip and the costs of things. Exactly. Yeah. On the departure and on the arrival on both. Sometimes I've gone somewhere. I wanted to go for New Year's Eve. We came back New Year's Eve and I saved $800. I didn't really need to be in that island on New Year's Day. (laughs) So it's just little things like that, you know, where you're like, well, you saved 800 bucks. You can go do something else with that money. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, $800, that's some pretty crazy savings. It's true. We talked a lot about that sort of bundling. Are you a big proponent of that as well? Like, have you seen some decent savings yourself? I have. I have booked some great packages to St. Martin before the hurricanes. It was such a beautiful place. And I am a proponent just because I'm in the industry and I know how the filing works, right? The filing of the fares and the filing of the rate plans. Hoteliers value package customers in that they know they're less likely to cancel. They're less likely to change, meaning they're kind of in and it's a different kind of customer that books a package. You don't book them all the time, right? And it's usually a family trip or a romantic vacation or a honeymoon. So hoteliers are definitely incentivized as well as flights to get better deals when you bundle. And again, it goes back to them being able to give a better deal that their competitors can't figure out. Last summer, my cousin was getting married and I very, very classically waited until the last minute to book it, even though I knew a year beforehand that she was getting married in Spain. So about maybe six weeks out, I go in to book 
for me and my husband, I just knew that the prices were going to be really tough. So I started like searching and, you know, we had some flexibility because we wanted to have a little bit of free time like before or after the wedding. So I was checking all these different options. And then I actually decided to add a hotel for one night and I started searching as a package because at that point I needed a hotel and my flights were each at the time when I was just looking at the flights, each one was $1,500. And then when I added the hotel in Madrid for one night, the entire trip for two flights plus the hotel became $1,500. So literally adding a hotel for one night in Madrid saved $1,500. I was like shocked, which is really funny because I work at Expedia and I know that bundling helps you save. Typically I've saved, you know, at most one or $200. I've never saved anything to that tune. So ever since then, I feel like whenever I go to search for a flight, I'm like, oh my God, I need to look at a package. And so it disproves what we're saying. Yeah. Amazing. All right, Amy, so where are you headed to next? Where's your next vacation to? Oh, that's a good one. My dream vacation is Bora Bora, but I've heard Maldives is kind of the cheaper version. That's more romantic, though. So I probably will pick something. Me and my daughter and my mom like to just go chill out at a beach. And I did some cruising to Aruba and Curacao, so I'd like to go back and stay in Aruba. You know, I recently saw some research about the importance of mothers and daughters traveling together and how it like creates this sort of extra moment of connection and bonding. So very on trend, Amy, for you to do. You're really on top of the trends these days, I must say. There we go. Yeah, very into it. All right, Amy, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It was a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thanks for listening to Out Travel the System. We'd love to hear your tips, tricks, and stories too. Email us at podcast at Expedia.com. And to hear more about these tips and tricks, be sure to come and find us on social media. We are at Expedia. You're listening to Out Travel the System, and I'm your host, Nisreen Atassi. Happy travels! All right, Financially Savvy Travelers, I hope you enjoyed that episode from Out Travel the System by Expedia as much as I did. I loved this episode because it touched on so many pressing questions that I've always had, like how pricing works, how to find the best deals, and how bundling helps you save. This is something that I haven't really considered before in the past. I usually book my flights separately and I usually book my hotels separately. But it was great hearing this perspective that when you bundle, there's an incentive to save. There are more deals offered. So here are the four insights that I took away from this episode. Number one, you get better deals on hotel and flight packages. You can compare standalone rates to combined rates But when you bundle, there's an opportunity for you to save. Number two, clearing your cookies is not effective. This is an old myth, and I'm so happy that they touched on this. Pricing varies and is dependent on a number of factors. Competitors, capacity, inventory. These are all things that makes pricing so dynamic in the travel space. Number three, airlines can change fares at any time. 
it may just so happen that when we are trying to book, we may have spent a little bit too long on the site. And by the time we come back and refresh, that fare is gone. Very interesting. I see firsthand all the time how airlines change their fares. And it was great getting this perspective. Last but not least, the fourth insight I have to share is to consider altering your search parameters. So being flexible on either departure dates or your arrival dates can help you save as well. And this is something when I can do, I definitely look the day before and the day after I want to travel to see if it's cheaper to fly or cheaper to go on that trip. And sometimes you may be surprised that that day may make a big difference, especially if you're traveling on holidays. All right, financially savvy travelers, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of this podcast. Super excited to have Expedia's Out Travel the System as an official sponsor of this show. So that is all for this episode, and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode, but don't forget there's way more where that came from. When you become a supporter of the show, you'll get bonus episodes, additional tips on affording travel, real-time updates, as well as strategies for building wealth and creating multiple income streams. Head over to thoughtcard.com forward slash join to support. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram. I'm at the Danielle Desir. Slide in my DMs and share with me your thoughts about this episode. What did you enjoy? What stood out to you? Let me know. I'd absolutely love to connect with you outside of the podcast. See you in the next one.